Do you have a dodgy box? Doesn't everyone? Well, what's behind the rise in these devices? Let me explain. Let me explain with Sean Defoe, a News Talk original. Hello and welcome to Let Me Explain. It's Laura Donnelly filling in this week for Sean Defoe, who's on leave. Do you have a dodgy box? Doesn't everyone? It seems they've become the norm and it also seems that people may be forgetting they are actually illegal. A dodgy box can bypass pay TV copyright controls illegally. The gadgets sold by people around the country who then also sell codes to access illegally streamed premium sport, movies or other content. Tech editor of the Irish Independent, Adrian Weckler, explains how they work. A dodgy box is a term that's often used for what they call an Android box. It's like any type of set-top box that you would plug into your telly, except this one comes with different software and different apps, which you can be connected to TV and movie and sporting streams if those apps or that software points in the right direction. And the reason they're called dodgy boxes is there are people who will sell you access codes or uh, software get-arounds to let you get access to those streams, which are often beamed in from another country where uh, the copyright isn't as strong. An EU report into illegal internet protocol television, IPTV, the dodgy box to you and I, in 2019 found Ireland has the sixth highest use of dodgy boxes in the EU. The report found 171,000 people here, or 5.1% of the population, are using the service. It's worth noting that study is a couple of years old now, and our population has certainly grown, and anecdotally, the use of dodgy boxes has too. A very unofficial poll I carried out on X, do we have to say that now, found 46% of people who responded have a dodgy box. Back to Adrian, who says they're everywhere. Figures range anything from 80,000 to 170,000 in Ireland. That's premises or homes that have, you know, dodgy boxes. And I think anyone listening to this won't be particularly surprised at that. It's very common to go down to a pub or to go into a sports club or a friend's house for a big match, for a big sporting occasion in particular. I remember being in one club or I had to drop in to one sporting club uh, last week for the big Katie Taylor fight and they had a giant screen and a, you know, a, a dodgy box powering it and it froze every kind of five or six minutes. And there were a few groans, but everybody just got on with it because they knew that it was either that or having to pay several hundred euro or a thousand euro for the legitimate stream. So that that's the scenario in which the background against which dodgy boxes have become very popular in Ireland, like really common. And the other reason that they're common is that enforcement Uh, of the law here is really mainly restricted to the sellers of dodgy boxes and to the the people who are setting up and selling the uh, subscriptions to the uh, copyrighted or to the pirated TV streams. The, The guards rarely, if ever, go after individuals who have the dodgy boxes and that has given people a kind of a feeling of impunity. 
One supplier I spoke to for this report told me the last two or three years have seen a massive increase in demand and that he believes it's due to the high price of packages through standard TV providers. He says everyone wants one nowadays and if it's not for sport, it's for easy access to TV series and movies. Why are people buying them? Of course it's the cost. One user told me it gives you access to movies, sport, kids shows and all of the TV series you could want and it would be too expensive to pay for all of that through TV providers. Another user says they have access to every station across Irish, UK and US providers, along with content from streaming services, and says the dodgy box costs less for a full year than all of those services combined would cost for a month. I asked him if he's concerned about the black market or the illegal aspect. He says yes, he would rather an affordable, high-quality product is available legally and he didn't have to resort to this. Associate Professor in Journalism at UL, Fergal Quinn, has some thoughts on that. That it has no effect, that, uh, you know, why would I pay for something when I can kind of get it for free? It is morally wrong, you know. I think people maybe know that deep down, but kind of uh, ignore it maybe for the, the, the quick saving. I mean, not respecting copyright and intellectual property rights. It, may, it mightn't seem like a big deal when one person does it, but it does have a significant cumulative effect in terms of the payments that the people who create content, uh, whether that's kind of creative content or news content. So it, it has an effect in, in terms of the, the revenue those people can get from their labour and work. You know, we don't steal physical stuff from one another and does kind of uh, we, we see that easily as morally wrong. So we should we, we should think the same about about creative output. You can absolutely understand people on the street. They're looking at highly paid TV personalities and Tom Cruise getting 80 million a movie and footballers getting a million a, a minute. And they're kind of thinking, well, you know, my need is greater than theirs. But I think people have to understand it, that it, it trickles down into the whole creative industry and the money that's there to fund it. And those lower down in the food chain are usually most affected or the up and coming creative people, the future stars and artists and things like that. So it means there's less money to go around in terms of like like when you watch something on a dodgy box, it doesn't come up as a view. So it, it doesn't come up in, in the viewing figures for programs, which means that it kind of underestimates the ratings for certain programs and things like that. So, how much does it cost? Well, it varies, but it's mainly an upfront or yearly fee. One example is that a user can buy a Fire Stick in a high street shop or online, which contains apps such as Netflix or Disney, and all of that is above board. The so-called dodgy box supplier then provides access to an app which gives you everything, sport, films, TV, series. That costs between 80 and 100 euro a year. And he tells me if someone was to subscribe to all of those services, it would cost 150 euro a month and he says he'll pay less than two euro a week for a dodgy box. Adrian's been crunching the numbers for me. If you use a dodgy box, it's not uncommon for your stream to to crash out. Like don't forget where they're getting the streams from. It's often from you know the Middle East or Russia or or some other territory where the stream is available at a, at a cheaper rate. And in many cases, you're you're buying a subscription from somebody. It might be a five or a month, might be a ten or a month, it might be fifty quid for a year. And that you think to yourself, that's way cheaper than you know spending 70, 80, 100 euro a month for Sky and, and the other channels that, that show football in particular. Soccer is the big is the big one here really. But if something happens to that after two or three weeks, 
you've little or no comeback. Now, you might rationalize and say, well, I only lost 10 or I only lost 20 euro or 50 euro. But the quality isn't quite there um, on dodgy boxes. However, that seems to be a compromise that a lot of people are willing to make. It more the likes of Sky and the boxing pay-per-view operators like DAZN, for example, they would be under more pressure than the Netflixes. Because if you think about Netflix, Netflix is like, you know, 14 euro or 16 euro a month. It's almost not worth pirating because that is within the realm of what most people probably still regard as reasonable to pay for a subscription for something they watch, if not every night, at least several times a week. The sports events cost much more. If you want to get a pay-per-view boxing match, for example, that can cost you 30 quid, 40 quid for Premier League football. If you want to get, you know, coverage, if you're a Liverpool fan, Manchester United fan, you want to get as many games as possible. You're you're looking at 80, 90, 100 euro a month. So you're now into the realm of you can justify it if that's your your morality based on, on the price differential. So it's those companies who I think are, are more under pressure and they tend to be the ones who are lobbying the most on this issue, who are looking for harsher laws, for greater lockdowns and crackdowns on dodgy box providers and illegal streaming providers. They they compare themselves to music records and music labels in the 90s with Na- when Napster came about and essentially changed the music model. And now we have Spotify and Apple Music and, and, and those services. But that whole industry shifted. So... I, I, I don't think the Netflixes and the Amazons and the Disney Pluses are under as much pressure as the as the sports providers. And it turns out it really is sport that sells the dodgy box to people back to Fergal. No, look, a, a big thing with the dodgy box is like if they can even hit how effective they are, um, you, you know, like definitely I have friends who get dodgy boxes. And I do joke with them that it's like half the time they invite you over to watch a match or whatever and the, the dodgy box fails. So it's, it's like it's it's sometimes not this great, great product. So if, if they can kind of disrupt those services a bit, I think they can they can affect them that if they're no longer a very convenient and cheap way to do it, people will. And the price of the sport and things like that. Like, I, to be honest with you, I, I don't blame people when it comes to sport in particular for seeking alternative means of watching it. Like w- watching football in particular is is ridiculous. It, it really is extraordinarily ex- expensive, you know, and people from low income um, families or whatever that are trying to co- kind of cover all the bases. And, you know, your the homegrown channels don't have the rights for many things anymore. You know, your BBCs and RTEs and, you know, even GA, GAA with GA go that controversy. Like the, the squeeze is real, you know, so it really is hard to it's hard to blame people too much for when they're feeling that squeezed for, for, for looking for an alternative that will, you know, save them money. You, you kind of kill the golden goose when you get too greedy in terms of prices and things like that. That, that is what happens. And, and once people move over to this and they learn how to stream and they learn how to dodgy box, it's very hard to kind of reel them back in. So, so there is kind of a significant element of greed on the commercial side as well. But that's not to completely discount the, the human thing that, that, that we do need to be a bit more moral and thoughtful about where we get our product. Meanwhile, a joint report by Europol and the European Union Intellectual Property Office found young Europeans in particular don't feel any guilt about accessing or downloading illegal content when it's cheap or free, and legal content is difficult to access. 
So, how do you go about getting one? Well, it's all about who you know. You must be referred to the supplier, it seems. One told me he'll only sell to someone he knows and he doesn't respond to phone calls or texts from people he doesn't know. He tells me another supplier has a second phone for the purposes of selling the dodgy box. While two users confirmed they were referred through others who use the suppliers. Now, back to the fact that these are actually illegal. The devices themselves are not, but the problem is accessing content without paying for it, as Adrian Weckler explains. I don't think that they don't realise they're doing something illegal. I, I would compare it in terms of morality or ethics to somebody walking down Moore Street in the middle of Dublin and buying a T-shirt that says you know, Louis Vuitton on it for €8. Euro. They know it's not a Louis Vuitton T-shirt, but in their head they're thinking, well, look... Yeah. On the scale of things, how big a sin is what I'm doing here? That's what I imagine the morality or the rationale is here. I've heard justifications, you know, you know, along the lines of, look, these Premier League footballers, they're being paid, you know, hundreds of thousands of pounds a week. They get millions and millions, the sky and all the rest of it. They're making big profit on, on this. They all have loads and loads of money and they're charging us too much. They're charging us 100 quid a month and that's too much. Now, I don't agree with that rationale because at the end of the day, you don't have to watch Premier League football. It's not like eating food or getting shelter or being heated. It's not a necessity. We're talking about a luxury here. So you can't really get on your high horse and say um, it's outrageous that I, I'm being denied my right to watch a boxing match or a Premier League football game. So, you know, it's, so it's hard to justify the piracy. You can't really justify it. But on the other hand... You could probably say that it falls into one of these categories where the authorities are somewhat interested in it, but they don't they don't place it in the same category of illegality as stuff that causes greater social harm. So, and I think that's the way people rationalize it. I, I don't know anybody who uses a dodgy box or has seen a dodgy box who doesn't understand that it's yeah it's illegal. I mean, the, the clues in the name, dodgy box. Yeah, and it's not just because it's technically dodgy, it's because it's legally dodgy. And I think everybody knows that, but I think people just sort of rationalize it as, as very low down the, uh, the sin scale. Six months ago, the guards announced a major crackdown, the second of its kind. On guard, the Shiacona announced an operation in seven counties in August, Cork, Dublin, Galway, Leash, Louth, Mayo and Monaghan, following on from an operation in March in 12 counties, which they say resulted in several dodgy box operators being shut down. This week, I asked for an update on that crackdown and was told the Garda National Bureau of Criminal Investigation Intellectual Property Crime Unit works with industry and service providers to investigate and prevent illicit streaming. The illicit streaming of internet protocol television is a copyright offence under Section 140 of the Copyright and Related Acts 2000. Gardaí say the Bureau has a number of live investigations with some matters currently before the courts, where appropriate money laundering offences and the freezing of accounts are also pursued in the investigation of these complaints. Adrian Weckler has been looking into this so-called crackdown. What's come of those crackdowns, and which has mainly been from anti-copyright or copyright protection, rather, bodies aided in a by the Gardaí is going after the sellers and going after the people who are providing the streams. Now, you see that in 
every couple of months, somebody in the Irish courts is handed a sentence for either selling the dodgy boxes or selling the dodgy box streams. And there was a big one in May of this year uh, where a 38-year-old man he got uh, he got a non-custodial sentence and um, there was a few weeks ago there was another one in the district court there's been some very big cases in the UK where people have gotten custodial sentences of 6 7 8 years time but again to your point it's not necessarily the person who's sitting at home in their living room with their mates around there've been very few prosecutions of that type of offender so that has given rise to kind of a feeling that, you know, oh, well, I pay too much for sport already. I've given them so much money. It costs 100 euro per month or or whatever. And then that comes into it as well. You get this kind of sense of resentment and this kind of weird justification for using a dodgy box. So the Garda investigation is focusing on those who provide them rather than those who use them. Our supplier's concerned, not the one I spoke to. He says among the contacts he has, he doesn't know anyone who's the subject of an investigation, but says he has seen some cases in newspapers. One user told me they're not concerned about the crackdown and followed up by saying they pay their TV licence. One thing that was raised with me is that the app can often go down or simply disappear. One user says the system does go down quite a bit and isn't as reliable as the average TV provider, but for the most part, it's hassle-free and worth it. Another told me they're in a WhatsApp group with their supplier and other users, and when the system goes down, it's quite frantic with people complaining they can't watch their shows, but the provider comes back with a new link or app soon afterwards. A supplier told me that while the system can be closed down, they'll have a new one straight away and users may just have to move to a new app. So, what does the future look like for the dodgy box? I asked Adrian Weckler of the Irish Independent. I can't see a situation where we don't still have a lot of dodgy boxes in Ireland, you know, for the next year, two years, three years, five years, for two reasons. First, the crackdowns that we have reported on and that are sporadically underway every year, they are only really affecting the suppliers and the suppliers of the streams. They're not really affecting the uh, the people who buy the devices themselves, which means that you would still be able to buy one of these boxes legally and then turn it into a dodgy box yourself if you know how. And the second reason is just that premium TV is expensive. It's profitable and it's expensive. And as long as you can get something for a tenner a month that might otherwise legitimately cost you 95 euro a month or 120 euro a month or more even there there will be a temptation there uh, to do it particularly if society doesn't really class it as one of the more egregious sins Thanks for listening. Laura Donnelly presenting and producing this week's edition, filling in for Sean Defoe with John Kyo as the series editor and Lachlan Hart on sound. Chat to you soon.